Today on the show, we're talking about the God of Blood. Welcome to Law Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes of our favorite video games. I'm Avery. And I'm Caleb. And today, we are talking about, once again, Hades. Specifically, Supergiant Hades. We're not talking about uh, the, you know, the Kingdom Hearts villain. Oh, yeah. We're talking about the good one. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. No, we... We can, the voice acting for Supergiant Games is really good, but like we also can't talk shit about James Wood. That's like, that's another part of the rule there. Like, <laughs> okay, all right. You set the respect, rules. Respect I'll for the Disney. It. Okay, okay. Okay, so it's, it's, pro- it's on a shrine somewhere, probably. We, you, gotta, you gotta respect the Disney voice acting. <laughs> but yeah, we are talking about Hades, which uh, years after release, like four years after its beta release, Still one of my favorite games, because I know, I know, Avery, you've been playing a bunch of it, too. Yeah, in the lead up to this episode, I was just like, let me just refresh my memory of Hades from the beginning, and I'm pretty sure I played, like, six hours just today, because I just forgot, like, what an amazing game it is, um, and I just, yeah, big Greek mythology fan, so it's very much my jam, and I'm very excited to get to do an episode on it. It it holds up so well. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. Spoiler warning, if you haven't played the game, we are going to be discussing the, obviously the story, but we're also going to be talking about the ending. So kind of what we're going into today is how Zagreus's role as the god of blood highlights the role he plays in the game itself. And this is something that's actually unique to Supergiant specifically, and is actually an element of Greek mythology that they specifically brought in because this isn't a aspect that was within the existing like kind of mythos and lore. But him being specifically revealed as the game goes on as the god of blood or implied to be the god of blood really does highlight in the specific story that Supergiant's trying to tell these elements of his relationships with his friends and family, his personality, and his ultimately role in the underworld, what they're really saying about him as a character and how it all ties together. And so we're going to be going into that piece by piece and unpacking what that seemingly minor revelation of his title uh, means. As always, we do love to hear from our listeners. So you can email at us at podcast at loraparty.com with your thoughts and episode ideas. And of course, you can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter, also at lore underscore party. We're going to take a quick minute for an ad break, and then we're going to get back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Yeah, so I think as like as you just mentioned um, before the ad break, in terms of what Supergiant is bringing to the table with Hades, and that within kind of like because I had a little bit of a look at this about the Greek mythology surrounding Zagreus. So I was like, I've never heard of Zagreus until I played Hades. Who the hell is he? And kind of seeing, you know, in wider Greek mythology that Zagreus is kind of like a, I think he's some kind of like early iteration of Dionysus. Um, he's kind of not quite his own mythological figure. And so within Hades, there's this really interesting part where Zagreus, I think, comments to Achilles at one point that he's not the god of anything. And then I think it's kind of later on in the game um, in relation to, I think it's the codex entry for Thanatos. Uh, and I think I actually missed this the first time I played. I just didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, but Achilles kind of speculates in that codex entry that he thinks that Zagreus must be the god of blood and therefore of life. And that to Achilles, this is why Thanatos and Zagreus are so inexorably drawn to each other, with obviously Zagreus being, you know, the god of blood and of life, and Thanatos being the personification of death. And I think yeah, as we're going to go through in this episode, we're going to kind of unpack like where that maybe comes from um, and the different ways that we can consider Zagreus as the god of blood within the specific like lore and mythology of the Hades game. Definitely, because they, they do also kind of cover some of the other aspects of um, Zagreus's mythology, because there are versions of the story where he is the son of Hades and Persephone, so that that is something with at least some precedent. And like you've commented about how in a lot of versions he's kind of an early iteration of uh, Dionysus. They straight up joke about that in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once I found that and like put two and two together of what that joke was, I was rolling. But yeah, the, it, it really is like an interesting element of what they bring it in. And it's, you know, introduced as Achilles' uh, theory, but there's actually like a lot of things supporting it. And I think like the first element of that really is his relationship with Thanatos. Yeah, and I think within the game like Achilles Codex specifically is this really interesting like insight into things like that you might not necessarily be aware of when you're playing the game like I just didn't pick up on the whole god of blood thing and it was only when you introduced this idea and I was like oh my god hang on a minute you're right and then as I'm going back and I'm replaying the game now from the beginning and I'm suddenly catching all of these jokes and comments and all of these little insights into how they have built up this characterization of Zagreus that is really well done. And I think the codex is kind of like pointing us in, in that direction uh, in a way that we're not otherwise aware of. Absolutely. And I think like the like going dialing back to the codex, the specific thing in the codex that makes Achilles hypothesize it, because you mentioned it's in uh, Thanatos's mm. entry. And I think uh, his relationship with Thanatos specifically is where a lot of that comes from. So, yeah, the first time I played through, I didn't pay as much attention to Thanatos. But one of my friends who is playing, um, so obviously Thanatos, Dusa and Meg, all romance options for Zagreus 
And I was like, Meg's the one I want to romance. Didn't pay any attention to anyone else. Uh, and one of my friends who's um, also queer, he was romancing Thanatos. And he was like, yeah, it's really interesting. And so I kind of came back to thinking about, okay, well, in Achilles Codex, where he's speculating about this relationship between Thanatos and Zagreus, and kind of commenting on the fact that they've, you know, he says they're inexorably drawn to each other, even though within the game, like, they're quite different to one another. So obviously, if we have Thanatos as death and Zagreus is life, Zagreus is kind of this very, like, warm, he's very chatty, he's our protagonist, so we're always there with him. Whereas Thanatos is a little bit more cold, He's quite so he's quite sulky. He throws tantrums quite a lot. He kind of materializes a little bit, you know, silent in the way that he kind of hangs around. And then he just, you know, disappears. And so those two kind of differences in personality, I think, are really interesting that they're still drawn to each other. When I was doing a little bit more research about this, um, so obviously like I am really interested in you know, ancient Greece and Greek mythology, I came across this kind of really interesting concept, which was looking at um, within ancient Greek, there are different kinds of love. And then so we have like Eros, which is asso- associated with Meg and that kind of desire um, and kind of flirtatious banter. And then we have another form, which is called philia, which is associated more with Dusa. And that's kind of more like this mutual relationship, this mutual friendship. And I think with the Juicer romance, I think that's also really interesting because when Zagreus kind of develops a romance with her, she will make comments towards the end of like, oh, I do like you, but I'm not sure I like you like that. Whereas with Thanatos, there's this kind of concept called agape, which is regarded as like the highest form of love within ancient Greece and also I think within Christianity. And for me as someone who's really interested in Achilles, I thought it was very interesting that Achilles is the one that is commenting on this form of love between Thanatos and Zagreus, especially because within Supergiants Hades, they have the relationship between Achilles and Patroclus. And within that mm-hmm. kind of lore around Achilles and Patroclus, it's constantly remarked upon that like their relationship transcends love. It's something that no one else could understand, but they could see that it was a very deep connection that they both shared with each other. So then when Achilles is the one that's commenting on this relationship with Thanatos and Zagreus, I thought that was also a really interesting like way of tying in those different kinds of queer romances that we have within the game. I think definitely it kind of shows what it is, but it also really underlines the way that those differences really do tie into the symbology as well. Because keeping Mm. in mind that initial theory of Zagreus being the god of blood, you know, there is that element of it where it also makes him in a sense indirect, at least indirectly, the god of life, at least to whatever degree Thanatos would be the god of death. The fact that their theming matches their um, actual stories is just a really interesting element of how this approach to the characters is. I think, like, on top of that, like, it follows up with a lot of how the 
I guess the family dynamic of it goes too, because like on top of like the comparison to Achilles and Patroclus, there's also a really interesting comparison that Zagreus and Thanatos have in uh, Persephone and Hades. Yeah, when I was kind of thinking about this a little bit more as well in terms of that relationship that Zagreus has with his parents and this kind of theorization of Zagreus as the god of blood, I think Zagreus represents someone who is, I guess, on the border between life and death in a way that I think Thanatos is also quite similar on the border between life and death because Thanatos also leaves the underworld he goes out and he collects souls above you know on the surface when people are dying and when i was kind of thinking about well hades is you know obviously the god of the dead and then persephone within the hades game in her codex entry she's regarded as a goddess of vegetation and when we're thinking about that as well like this this idea of vegetation as something which is you know living it grows, it's new. And Zagreus kind of sits very interestingly in the middle of both of them as the god of blood. And then when I was kind of having a look through the game with this kind of idea of God, the Zagreus being the god of blood in mind, there were also these really interesting nods as well that I came across. So when I was fighting, I think it's Electo, the first time you fight her, she makes this comment about like, ooh, I can't wait to see you bleed or something because you have red blood like a mortal. Even though Zagreus is a god, he's not like a demigod in a way of like one of his parents is a human and one of his parents is a god. And everyone seems to have this fascination <laughs> with his blood as well. Yeah, and it, it really ties into, again, just that element of him. And like when you... It's stuff that you don't really think about until you get that comparison, the mm. Achilles-specific theory of him being the god of blood. With that, though, we are going to uh, take an ad break, and by an ad break, I mean we're going to walk through and do a, a quick uh, run of Hades and be back <laughs> once we die. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, okay, I died in the first room. I'm I'm not I I think I went too high up on the heat. I wish I forget how long if you run through to Elysium, how long it takes. I'm like, let me do a quick run of Hades and like an hour later, I'm still there just like this was not quick. What gets me all the time is that um before I realize it, I'm out on a second run. Like it's almost just muscle memory that as soon as I die, just dash over to the next and try again. Yeah, because once you, you know, die and you come back, you're like, oh, let me run around the house and have my conversations with everyone. Or let me just go into the bedroom and look in the mirror. Or somehow I've ended up in the weapon room. Oh, I guess we're going again. Segwaying from that, though, that really is uh, tied into Zagreus's 
personality as well is that he is a character is someone who is constantly in motion and this is both kind of going from the gameplay element of it but also just in an element of his character he's impatient he is constantly taking initiative if he sees either himself or other people stuck he feels uncomfortable with that and acts to break it sometimes acts inappropriately to kind of break the impasse which this is something that's actually highlighted repeatedly throughout the game as largely contrasting with the the literal immortal people that he's surrounded with is these are people who have been used to nothing changing for thousands of years and Zagreus is someone who in a lot of ways like hates the idea of things never changing and i don't know if this is a take that you also had when you replayed the game mm. But Zagreus tends to get talked to a lot as if he's this, like, openly disrespectful, like, rebellious, like, angry, spiteful, like, teenager. But, you know, as much as he is, like, a very kinetic person and a very impatient person at times, he isn't a usually mean or rude or disrespectful person. Like, at least not the majority of the time. And the handful of people he is rude to, he gives a fair shake before he starts talking shit at them. Theseus. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's when we are encountering different characters. And I think it's kind of a little bit more obvious in, in a sense of like, well, of course Hades is going to say these things about Zagreus because he just hates everything Zagreus does. And yeah. the same with Meg is like, she's a little bit more, you know, has a little bit more animosity towards Zagreus. She's a bit pissed off by him. Mm -hmm. But even um, when you are overhearing conversations, you know, when you have two characters who come together and you can like listen to their conversation, I noticed that even between like Nyx and Achilles, so in my run today, I listened in on a conversation and it was, yeah, along those similar lines of kind of commenting on how, like, impatient Zagreus is and, you know, framing him more within that kind of, you know, he's a little bit impatient, he's a little bit rude, he's always in a rush kind of thing. So even to the people who love him the most, they are also thinking about him like that whereas me as the player like i have never gotten that impression of zagreus i would never be like oh yeah zagreus is really rude or really sassy like he's kind of cheeky and he makes little comments but he's not directly like shut up and go away apart from obviously to theseus who is just exactly. in a whole you know other camp as he yeah. should be he should be on his own over there he, he needs to he needs to be in therapy is what he needs. <laughs> but anyway, circling through all that, though, I think what it really comes down to is this idea of not only is Zagreus someone who is constantly seeking and pursuing a change and is himself changing throughout the story. I think the way a lot of people talk about him being incongruent with who you see him as at the start of the game is, I think, also an indicator that He's been changing. He's already not the person that he was. Mm. I think that's really what my takeaway is, is the fact that everyone talks about him like he's constantly being rude at people, but we don't see him as rude because that's a thing he's already changed because he is kind of with that 
god of blood element of him really does um kind of bring and personify like change and emotion and not just life but the the kinetic moving parts of life and that really ties into i think the last element of this um and i think that this for me is when i noticed it in the game the thing that really nailed for me the idea of zagreus being the god of blood which is the very specific way that he moves through the underworld which is that he he moves cyclically he follows the literal rivers like the the streams as if they were veins or arteries mm-hmm. moves along them and follows them throughout his journey and is constantly moving in a circle and even after the game's story this is something that he continues doing as kind of a um aspect of maintenance um in his individual journeys with a lot of people that his motion is the thing that brings health and life and i guess emotional nutrients to other people and like he very much is functioning as kind of the circulatory system of the underworld as it were like he is bringing these messages bringing these like words of encouragement and bringing this change as he travels in a circle in a cycle and he's doing this unintentionally at first in his attempts to escape but then even after you do get to the you know spoiler final ending and he um you know gets his big boy job of <laughs> running through the underworld <laughs> in circles that's really the element of it that uh, he does and that he brings in yeah i think it's a really good point you make about like the the rivers as well and that that following of of the rivers and following of the streams cuz it's another thing that i hadn't noticed even though I got up to the point of like fishing. And then when you mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, because that's why, that's why you can fish because you're always following, you're always following that river. Um, and I also really liked thinking about it in terms of like the blood cycle. And I did a little bit of research about this because I was like, am I understanding how blood works properly? I was going to say, just so viewers know, nine, like the entire way this episode was uh, prepared is. I suggested the topic, and then Avery did all of the research. So <laughs> everything you like about this episode, Avery is the reason it uh, turned turned out smart. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that we can say that because you were almost you're the muse. You came up with the good ideas, and I just came in and was like, "Here's some research that I did based off of your idea." So really, it's the perfect yeah, team, so, is it not? Yeah. My my contribution was the title, and your contribution was all of the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it was also because so my partner studies science, so I was just like, if I'm gonna talk about blood and the science of blood, I need to make sure I'm right because otherwise she will yeah. never let me live it You're, down. Yeah, that's that's not something you'll ever hear the end of no and i don't want that living on the internet forever it's like hey remember that episode where avery just completely misunderstood how the body works as though they never you know took basic biology or something you know cycling back around pun intended like i said all all of this keeps in mind that this really does become zagreus's kind of final role through the game is that he's moving cyclically through the underworld um specifically for the purpose of 
from helping maintain it, but this also really does tie into his personality and his relationship with the other people. Zagreus isn't just the god of blood, he is, like, functionally the blood of the underworld. And I think, like, that's really where a lot of this ties in, and that's what makes so much of this game really interesting when you, like, look at it through that angle that Achilles mentions in passing at the bottom of a codex entry. <laughs> like, Yeah, and I think, again, like, it's one of the things that once I kind of caught onto and went back to the codex and looked at the codex entry like it's reframed the entire way that I play the game and that I understand the game and this role as you said that Zagreus plays and I think especially with that kind of idea of like the god of blood Zagreus is changing everything about the underworld he's bringing people back together He's, you know, clearing out all those pesky shades, like the really horrible rats and stuff that they don't want. He's bringing this, like, almost, yeah, this breath of fresh air. He's oxygenating and bringing life back to it. He's changing the color of the lounge carpet. He's changing the color of the lounge carpet, adding some candles. And I think, yeah, that I, that even that imagery at the beginning of the game of him emerging from that pool of blood is just so evocative of who he is and how we understand him within the game. Well, that about wraps it up. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. And be sure to connect with us on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at lore underscore party. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.